This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Good Tuesday afternoon to you. It is our Open Lines, Open Ideas program here on KGMI. We want to hear from you. 360-676-5464 is our phone number as always. And uh, your participation is eagerly encouraged. Whatever's on your mind, whatever your opinion, your thoughts, give us a call. We'll put you on the air and you can tell the world without fear of being mocked or shouted down. Maybe questioned a little bit, but all in all, we'll just have a good conversation here on KG My Connect. So 360-676-5464. Is it snowing where you're at? It is up here at our KG My Studios up on U Street Hill. And um, we're supposed to get a couple, two, four inches maybe, maybe more by the time this is all done. You have your car already? Are you uh, feeling good, feeling confident about driving in the snow? Or do you ever? <laughs> I know there are some people that just cannot stand it, cannot just despise the snow. I like the snow. And there are times when it gets a little uh, little dicey when you're out driving and trying to get around and, and all. But uh, I, I, I enjoy the snow. But um yeah, what's on your mind today? The uh, the child care initiative ended up passing. That was kind of a surprise, thinking that was going to fail. It was been close ever since election night, uh, but it's been trailing, and then all of a sudden, boom, it passes by 20 votes. And uh, so our uh, property taxes will be going up to help pay for uh, child care. I think it makes sense. I think you invest in young kids it's a worthy investment, and, and you're helping out families that are, are having trouble doing that as far as child care, early, early childhood education. Uh, as long as the money is well, uh, well parceled out, I think it makes sense. Because that's when you start. You, start. you take care of the kids when they're little and they're young, uh, get them off to a good start, and then maybe avert some of the social ills that we see um, in later years. I guess that's the hope, and and uh, and I think uh, evidence shows that that uh, that does bear fruit. But uh, I, I think it's a positive uh, that uh, that passed. Gas prices continue to fall precipitously. I mean, Joe Biden caused the, them to skyrocket. Does he get some credit for them going down? And I'm being a little facetious there because I don't think in the first place that he deserved uh, all the blame or the blame for gas prices skyrocketing. But um, what are your thoughts on these or any issue? That's what our program's all about. 360-676-5464. And Rich in Ferndale gets us started today. Hi, Rich. How's it going? I'm doing well. Yeah. Is it, is it good. snowing where you're at? Well, it's kind of stopped. It's a little breezy. It was snowing pretty heavy oh, 20 minutes ago. And now it's just windy and there's oh maybe a half an inch of snow on the ground it's uh-huh. not very much yeah not much here yet either it's coming down fairly steady but but i have heard there are collisions i've heard some wrecks already in the portal way 6700 block apparently there's some sort of a wreck it was on the whatcom news thing but uh-huh. you know there's going to be slick intersections people better pay attention especially after it gets dark that yeah, exactly. You're gonna see some probably some black ice, that sort of thing out there. So the reason I'm calling today is the lovely new tax. Super depressing to get another tax. You know, I was thinking, out of all the voters in Whatcom County, what percentage of them own property and will pay this tax? Twenty percent, twenty-five percent. So it, if you know, if I could vote for something that New York City would pay for me, I'd probably vote for it. So you're going to have more and more property tax because the vast majority of voters are not property owners. So just you know, you shouldn't have to yeah, get a tax if you. Why should people vote for a tax on something they don't have? You, I understand that, but tax. but the likely, I would expect that most property owners. I mean, the you know landlords likely pass those expenses on to those who I rent. Thought, 
I thought that wasn't a thing Joe Passon costed on. You've always argued that that's not a thing, that they'll just take it out of the profit and it's a done deal. I'm being <laughs> facetious, of course. I know, but they're different things, and we can go into that. But, I mean, corporate oh. income tax is different than a property tax that's levied on, on it. Well, the property uh, tax, you can't pass it on. It's very hard. You can pass it on if you're a landlord, but if you're a homeowner that lives in your home, you cannot pass it on. Oh, right, exactly. You I know. Were talking yesterday I know that. About <laughs> yeah. being a home a homeowner or uh, or a, a mortgage owner I probably should say but the corporate profits you were talking about yesterday it is super aggravating that we have inflation and the corporations are making more profit off of it and it makes perfect sense to me because when when there is huge price increases all these different businesses suppliers wholesalers retailers they get a 5% increase and what do they do they they add 10% on because they can, because mm-hmm. it's an excuse. They can they can add a little extra and blame it on, well, our costs went up. Right. That's the rub of inflation is it gives everyone the excuse to add a little more percentage on. And mm-hmm. if you operate on a simple percentage profit, all of a sudden you don't even have to raise your percentage and you get more. Because the item that you made $8 on, on now you make $9 on because you're getting X percent markup. Right, right. Yeah. So, Mm-hmm. That's the so you can't that's that's the argument too why you can raise taxes on corporations and it don't matter because they pass it on. At the end of the day, the person who eats all the cost increases in taxes are the final consumer of the goods or service. So it's just it it ends with the person who buys the food, you know, they it had to be had to come on a truck, had to pay fuel, it costs more. The final consumer of the thing pays the whole bill and there's no one to pass it on to. All right, so Rich. Like, but right, I well, but I still yeah. I I maintain, however, that uh, a corporate income tax. When you're talking about an income tax, that's a tax on money that is has already been earned. So that's that's fine. They'll just so, raise their price next year. It don't matter. Yeah, they but at a, a, but at a certain point that they're going to price themselves out of the no, market. Not and, if and all their they competitors. Will, no, pe- Joe, that's not true. If all their sure. competitors have the same rules, they will all raise their prices and it'll make no difference. The only time it stops is if the consumer stopped buying the product. And well, or, or cut back on seeing, buying the product. We? Yeah. We're not seeing that. Consumer spending is still pretty good, isn't it? By and large, Christmas, yeah. Christmas uh-huh. trees are up 15% and people are they're selling them like hotcakes, the news said the other night. Which makes me think that maybe we're not as, uh, as you know. Bad you know, off as well, yeah. Well, or just that the inflation, that it's not affecting us that much. I mean. I, I, I've been thinking that, you know, I mean, we pay so much for, we've been paying so much for gasoline. You'd think that, okay, people are putting this valuable stuff into their vehicle. They're paying these huge bills. Maybe they'd slow down to start, try to get a little bit more mileage out of the Some gas. That Some maybe, but most people are still flying down no. the freeway at 80 miles an hour and burning well, up. Like not, there's no well, tomorrow. They're... But. They're not sick and dying, so they think, let's go have fun because tomorrow we get COVID and die, so let's party it up. <laughs> I, guess, I guess the maybe. mentality. Yeah. But uh, back to what you f- said first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some accident. I see an accident, uh, I-5. looks like a rollover off the f- uh, there at uh, Grandview. So, yeah, people take, uh, take yeah. yeah, be careful out there. Agree. All right. Thanks, Rich. All right. Have a good day. You Joe. too. Always good to talk with you. And uh, yeah, so be be careful out there. That's what I'm seeing along I-5 anyway at this point is a rollover uh, near Grandview. And I can't tell if that's northbound or southbound right not right offhand. But just be very careful out there. Roads are slick, especially up there in North County looking at this. But uh, And they're going to get worse too. Uh, let's go to uh, Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. Yeah, I think uh, I got a couple of topics. I think on the uh, inflation thing, uh, a lot of people just like to complain a lot, I think, because, you know, prices go up. Uh, consumer goods are just a portion of the the cost. Uh, but, you know, they don't go up that much compared to housing. I mean, years and years, home values and house costs have gone up so high that a lot of people are homeless because of that. Mm-hmm. And they need to build more housing, which would help when they're doing that now. But other prices go up, but wages have gone up too. So, I mean, you know, when people are low income, they're worse off than people are higher income. But, you know, if people are still out shopping and there's still plenty of money out there and people aren't doing that bad. Yeah. Well, um, 
and wages are up. I don't know that they've kept um, kept um, pace with inflation, but they are up, and many people are making more are making more money than they're used to. But then at the same time, things are costing more, and I, I don't think you can diet that stuff is costing more. And yeah, I think part of the problem is when we talk about inflation, we make it one lump sum and put everything in there. But, you know, for years and years, certain things haven't gone up much. Now they're starting to go up more. Mm -hmm. But I think when wages go up, then shop owners raise their prices to um, catch up a little bit. But for a long time, the housing prices have been going up 10% or so a year. And it seems like, and then other prices like a price. They weren't really figured into the to the inflation rate. Uh, what, yeah. what housing prices wasn't wasn't considered to be part of the inflate. You know what they use to to uh, figure inflation. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, think of how many televisions you'd have to sell now to buy a home. Uh, back when my parents were, when I was growing up, we bought our first color TV for maybe it was $400. And they've come way down in price, and the TVs are a lot better now. This is mid-1960s. Mm-hmm. But the house was only $25,000 back then. So <laughs> say you own a store or work for a shop that sells televisions, just think how, how many TVs you have to sell and and end up in the landfill or something just to buy, be able to buy a house or pay your rent today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Robert. So everything's different. And the other thing I was going to talk about is I, I do enjoy the show quite a bit. And it, it, it I know it costs them more money or you would have to work harder maybe, but uh, they would you know, if you had a two-hour show, people talk about going to two hours because I like the local show. And another thing that is would be neat is if you had two hours, maybe like when you used to be on KBAI, sometimes you'd have a, a guest and that could mix it up a little bit where you'd still have the same amount of time for us callers, but then you could have, it would take more arranging, I guess, which is, you know, another, lots more work, I guess, <laughs> and you do a good job anyway, but well, thanks, uh, Robert. Be kind of, I like the idea of local, locally produced shows and sometimes a guest like a, a author at Billy books or you know mm-hmm. uh, certain experts could be for one hour and then that would still give us time maybe we could have two hours of local programming yeah okay well we'll take that into consideration i appreciate your kind words and uh we're, we'll see what we can do appreciate it okay all right yeah, well thanks take care now we'll take a quick break and be back with more we got other folks on the list, on the line but we've got room for you we'll squeeze you in three 360-676-5464 back in a moment here on kgmi connects hi this is marcia neal with vibrant usa if you are on medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance the time to call us is now you have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. Heating emergencies happen when your house is freezing. You need help and make it quick. Contact Clean Air Heating and Cooling. Their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your Lennox furnace, heat pump, or fireplace. This winter, keep Clean Air Heating and Cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies. Call or text 398-9400 for 24-7 repair service. When heating emergencies happen, count on the professionals at Clean Air Heating and Cooling, a Lennox dealer. Online at callcleanair.com. What better way to celebrate the holidays than with a customized gift from Bergen? Customized company apparel and corporate gifts are the perfect employee and customer appreciation gift, like a customized company logoed North Face Skyline full zip fleece jacket. Yes, Bergen carries the real North Face or the Carhartt watch cap, available in nine colors and perfect for keeping warm on the next company job or a customized weekender duffel so your team can represent your brand on every business trip. Tis the season for treating the people who make your company more 
more than just a company. Elevate your company brand with customized company apparel from Bergen. From polos to sweatshirts, ball caps to bags, and everything in between. Bergen does it all, so your company apparel can say it all. Give Bergen a call and get a quote on your order in just 24 hours. Or stop by the showroom Monday through Thursday to take a look for yourself. Don't wait. Place your order by December 6th to ensure delivery in time for the holidays. Bergen on Iron Gate in Bellingham and online at bergenembroidery.com. If you're a business owner, property manager, or developer, Columbia Fire is your true one-stop shop for fire sprinkler installation, testing, and repairs. Hi, I'm Marty Boonstra from Columbia Fire, and we've protected property and lives in our great state for over 35 years. You name it, we've done it. Schools, office buildings, industrial, even residential. And if it's urgent, Columbia Fire can schedule you right away. For fire sprinkler installation, testing, and repair, go to ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. Eat for the holidays. You can't get a warmer gift than that. For the seventh year in a row, KGMI is proud to team up with West Mechanical, your independent trained dealer, to give that gift to two needy local families. West Mechanical will give each family a brand new train furnace. Then you can help. If you know a struggling family, just go to heatfortheholidays.com. Tell their story and they could win one of two train furnaces. Make the holidays warm for two families with Heat for the Holidays. Find a link at KGMI.com. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. The weather getting a little bit cruddy out there. So far, we just heard from the Skagit Valley College. So if uh, you have classes this evening, they're canceled. All Mount Vernon campus in-person classes and activities starting at 4.30 or later today are canceled at this point. I mean, they haven't said anything about tomorrow yet, but... um, We'll keep you up to date here, and you can check our website, kgmi.com, or any of our Cascade Radio Group websites. We'll uh, have a complete list of any closures or delays that we might encounter because of this weather. But um, glad you're with us here on KGMI Connects, and uh, Bruce in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to weigh in on the on the uh, passing down the costs of uh, increase on taxes. Okay. I've never I've never worked for a corporation or business that was involved with uh, pricing strategy, but if I were if I were or was, I would. Oh, we just lost you, Bruce. I don't know. We might have had a snafu with our phone, so. Um... Uh, so give us a call back. Sorry about that, Bruce. I'd like to hear what your point is. I I didn't touch it, but uh, sometimes I know we have a ghost in the machine and uh, something goes haywire. So give us a call and uh, we'll get you on there, Bruce in Bellingham. But uh, meantime, we'll go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hey, Joe. What's going on today? Just uh, sitting in here looking out at the snow and talking to folks. <laughs> yeah, that, my age is... Uh... It's no longer such a charming activity to stare at the snow. You can stare at it. It's fine at that. But uh-huh. <laughs> to actually go in places, especially on hoof, uh, it doesn't get, get – it's hard to get around. Anyway, I want I just wanted to alert people. Um, these are some facts from Michael Parenti, who I often quote on your show. Um, and I wanted to mention this because he's got many videos on YouTube. This one comes from The Myth of Capitalism, Michael Parenti. You can watch it on YouTube. He's got a lot of them on YouTube. He just points out that recessions are good for the upper class. That's why we have them so often. And this is one point that people may not realize, which probably had something to do with one of your previous callers raising prices. Stuff. But the overhead cost for Medicare is 3%, and for private health insurance, it's 26%. You know, you have to... Uh, 26% of what they um, receive is used for bureaucracy. Uh, unlike you've uh, you've uh, heard a lot about, you know, good enough for government and all that stuff. So then, private retirement, which is you know your 401k or whatever, is 13% overhead and 1% for Social Security. And so he concludes after all he's worked on. <laughs> Yeah, the world is run by money-mad sociopaths. Uh, then it all makes sense when you look at it that way. And so yeah. yesterday I, 
I want one thing. Yesterday, I may not have made my point clear, but um, the, the capital system tends to accrue money to the wealthy in more and more concentration unless something is done to stop it, which isn't really happening too well. And the challenge that your callers were just making is also valid, uh, that they just pass the cost on to the rest of us, you know. So uh, you can also remember that Richard Nixon had price and wage controls for a brief time in the early 70s, I believe it was. So other than that, we should be brainstorming how we're going to get us out of this fix, including the global warming things. And I, um, I was just suggesting we um, vote Democratic as a lesser evil. Uh, and we'll see, there was one point that went along with that. Uh, okay. Yes, I heard on a Black Agenda report, which is an interesting website, they had a radio with Margaret Kimberly, and they were pointing out that uh, the Democrats are paid for by big money, and so there's they're actually more of the moneyed interest, and the Republicans are start, are trying to become a party of the working class. At least that's hmm. their rhetoric. Now, I seriously doubt that it's going to be so easy to see the Republicans raising people's wages enough to uh, keep up with inflation and so on, but... Um, wow. And I, that's kind of an odd little something okay. to know. I, I don't think he meant it completely uh, that way. I don't think that the Democrats, because, uh, you know, I, the yeah. Democrats are likely more likely to preserve Social Security and Medicare and have other worker working class benefits than the Republicans. But those are uh, things that are going on, that when you hear big tech is, is outspending the Republicans, uh, oil companies on campaign. And people like Ralph Nader, there's Ralph Nader Radio Hour, along okay. with Jim Hightower, that Oops. were uh, right. pointing out that, uh, uh, you know, the Democrats could have won if they would have uh, not accepted all the big money and used the ground game, you know, you know, activists that uh, do the work of getting people out to vote. Okay, and, okay. And, I don't know about that when we're talking about uh, billions of dollars being spent on campaign uh, advertising that the ground game is going to be. But 17 I, billion. I, there was $17 billion that it cost on this last election, $17 yeah. billion. I know. It's unfortunate. But, I mean, if the money is allowed, I mean, if, if one side's got all the money and they're doing all the advertising, it's, it's, a, it's an advertising game. And you can say, oh, yeah, if you just get people out going door to door or posting right. signs. But that's not going to counter the, the mass media. I mean, I well, think we that's— Well, we hope it can. And uh, I, I, I respect I, your opinion, but— uh, uh, I think they found they had better success in the older days when people, and they still do go door to door. And well, just once yeah. you pay the money to a candidate, he's beholden to you. You know, you're not, he's paying you that for the reason he wants for you to right. vote his way on some benefit for him. And so well, I understand uh, that. Yeah. Okay, Jim. Okay, well, thanks right. for the time, Joe. You bet. Have a Appreciate good day. it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get it, but I mean, what you know, Patty Murray and and Tiffany Smiley are going to go door to door to every every door in Washington and a presidential candidate's going to go door to door. I, it just doesn't, I, I don't, I don't, and, or, or just have minions out there doing this. I, you know, it's not going to counter the, the massive, uh, and, and I, I think it's unfortunate. You look at what's spent on advertising. It is crazy, but, and it's the, but it's the game. And if one side is doing it, the other side is going to say, well, we've got to be out there because we can't just have them being the only ones that are getting any attention or that people are aware of. And so then it's just, it, it snowballs, but, um, there, the only, I, to get money out of politics. Okay. Then you're going to say, okay, there's a li- limit on, uh, on politics or all can, all candidates are publicly funded or candidacies, but, and, that's a whole nother can of worms. Let's go to uh, John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. We should have public uh, financing of campaigns. I mean, if getting up behind a podium and and arguing was was good enough for, you know, Lincoln and uh, I just think of the Lincoln-Douglas debates, you know, <laughs> like what would, what would they have done if they had had attack ads? I don't think uh, – I don't think Abraham Lincoln would have, would have used such a tactic. Uh, 
But then I guess but you'd anyway, have all these, you know, you'd have outside groups, groups, groups that aren't, you know, tied to the campaigns that would be out there uh, advertising. And well, but and, the thing is, once we rebalance the Supreme Court, get rid of the liars on there who lied their way into that position, right? That's why we have. Uh, the Citizens United case, and it's not going to change until we change the Supreme Court. All right. Simple okay. as that. But um, I, I called about, about uh, like, R- Rich is very concerned about my Trump obsession. And, you know, a lot of people talk about this. But let me reassure you, I, I really don't spend that much time on him, although he is fascinating because – well, he's still so powerful and so evil. I mean, the damage that he still could do and is doing is uh, a major factor in our politics. Now, Mike Pence came out yesterday and said that Trump needs to apologize and to condemn Nick Fuentes and uh, I, I think Kanye West as well. And uh, there was another joker there with them as well. His name Milo Ye- Milo Yiannopoulos. And he's this kind of gadfly from the right, and, uh, you know, he was gay, but now he's not because he went through conversion therapy, and now he's kind of like a Catholic Nazi, where along with Nick Fuentes, they, you know, they don't trust the Pope, but they think that the Catholics should be running everything in the country. But anyway, Hmm. um, my thing about Trump is he's never going to condemn Nick Fuentes, but if anything, he's going to give him a job. Um, if you look at Stephen Miller, one of the speechwriters for uh, former disgraced President Trump, he, you know, really, really mean guy. Well, there's a video of him doing the same kind of uh, agitprop, agitating propaganda when he was in college where, you know, and he, he was filmed by someone doing this, but he would love to do this, to, to scream at uh, the uh, students who had brown skin telling them, you clean up my mess. That's right. You clean up my mess. You know, these these uh, rabid racists uh, have found a home. The thing is, Trump himself, I agree with what a lot of people say. And I personally, I don't think he is racist, but he's, you know, his like his daughter is Jewish now, married, married to a Jewish man. His grandkids are Jewish. It's not that he he hates Jews, but he's willing to use anti-Semitism and riling up hatred in order to win votes, and he just doesn't care. And, you know, that's going to be the fascinating thing when it comes down to the primaries, because Trump is going to destroy everyone that comes in front of him, and I've just got the popcorn waiting for for him and DeSantis to go (laughs) after each other. Uh, I I mean, it's, it's just good times all around knowing that the Republican Party is on life support. All right, John, thanks for your call, and we'll take a quick break. we got other folks on the line, Jim and Bruce, and we want to hear from you, too. 360-676-5464. Back in 90 seconds here on KGMI Connects. That's right. The Children's Museum of Skagit County and the City of Burlington are creating a winter wonderland this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Shops at Burlington. Families can spend the day or the weekend playing outdoors and indoors. And the best part? It's completely free. Meet real live reindeer and Santa. Try the climbing wall. And the ever-popular Polar Plunge Bouncy House is back. Meet Spider-Man, Belle, and Anna and Elsa. Check the schedule for all three days of activities like crafts, snow science, snowshoeing, and the holiday tree lighting at 415 on Friday. Plus, they'll have indoor activities this year, including arts and crafts, snow science, snowboard simulators, and Zorb balls. Bring all your family and friends to Winter Wonderland this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Children's Museum of Skagit County. It's bigger, brighter, and better than ever. For more info, visit SkagitChildrensMuseum.net. This event and commercial have been made possible by a lodging tax grant from the City of Burlington and Skagit County. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. 
We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this suddenly snowy Tuesday. We want to hear from you. And we go to Bruce in Bellingham. Yeah, I'm sorry you got cut off a little bit earlier, Bruce. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think I might, may have pushed the wrong button on my phone. But okay. anyway, I, I want to weigh in on the on the passing down of uh, income taxes onto the consumer from corporations and businesses. Okay. And, uh, you know, my, my logic is that, yes, they do. Uh, they do pass it on because it's greed. And they can't take a loss. If I was a business owner and I came up with higher expenses, I'm going to pass it on. And uh, a while back, you had on Rick Larson, the congressman uh, in this area, uh, he noted that the reality of this question, uh, this was in regards to the Inflation Reduction Act. When you were you asked him uh, uh, about this, and he said the reality was that no, they don't. But R- Rick Larson, I don't think he's worked outside the public sector his whole life, so I don't think he knows. But if he were a congressman and he has expenses, is he going to pass it on in higher taxes? Of course he is. And the same thing applies to businesses. I guess you know. I, I guess I I, I hear what you're saying, um, but at the same time, I mean, if you're taxing a company's income, that that's a tax on money that's already been earned, and so the company it's it's a cost of doing business. It's like anything else that that uh, and I I sure the company wants to make a profit, but. Uh, I mean, a modest tax. I'm not saying you should tax them until they until they bleed, but I think it makes sense that a corporation should have to pay taxes. Uh, if if we and uh, are we just afraid to tax corporations because oh they'll just pass it along to us? I mean, I I I, I kind of bristle when I look at what that I've got to pay taxes at the end of the year, and then I see reports that Amazon and uh, and some of these other huge corporations that I pay money to, they don't pay any income tax. I mean, and we see their the the incredible profits that they make. I I I think it makes sense to have a, a reasonable tax on those companies. Well, I I uh, agree. I I think everybody needs to pay taxes. Because we live in a society where it's it's uh, the norm, but to to state the rhetoric that it isn't uh, the reality, the reality is that they are going to pass it on. If I mean, I think that they should be taxed, but the the question is, do they pass it on? Well, and the reality is, yes, they do. But and then, I think that that they should. But then let's go back to uh, what you know was early, you know, fairly or the early in the Trump administration when okay, we got had these big tax breaks passed along to corporations. Did we see them all of a sudden slashing their prices and and handing us uh, uh, rebates because hey, our tax bill went down. Let's let's reward our customers. I don't remember that happening. So I mean, no, they, are we are we saving it. ourselves anything by not taxing them? I I, I no. It's all but it's, the, the, the reality of a tax break for a corporation or business is that it spurs the economy. Okay. It gets the the economy humming along. Right. But to state the the simple right. rhetoric well, so that let's it, give they them don't pass money. it on that, that that's baloney. Well, but so let's give corporations money and that helps the economy. But boy, when we help individual Americans with, uh, you know, with uh, COVID uh, payments, then all of a sudden that's some fiscal sin. I don't, I'm just I'm just throwing this out there, Bruce, but I appreciate your thoughts. Thanks, man. You bet. OK, thanks a lot. And you're not alone in, in what you're saying. Uh, but let's go to Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. 
Hi, Joe. How are you? Doing well. Yeah. Is it snowing over there? Uh, You know what? We had some flurries, and uh, I barely made it to the job. I only had to work like one or two hours a day. Nice. But I had to make it to the job this morning on the other side of the island. And we have microclimates. And, uh, you know, it was a little sketchy going down Katy Mountain Hill, so I decided to go the long way back. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. A little icy, maybe? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, not icy. Okay. Icy was last night when I came home, and I was all dressed and warm and used to working outside. And I uh, walked around the corner of the house where I have a leak coming from the corner of my gutter, uh, which formed a sheet of ice that I didn't know about. And I was on my back before <laughs> you knew it. Oh, no. Jeez. <laughs> no, I landed with a thud. You know, I'm a good 200 pounds. <laughs> and I had to say out loud, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> heard it huh yeah hey uh i'd like to say uh flat tax and then did you hear the mic drop after that flat tax (laughs) okay (laughs) but you don't have to respond so uh yeah on radio i'm thinking is it robert who wants you to go to two hours yeah well he mentioned that yeah earlier today yeah yeah Yeah. so i want to try and this this party is going to end for me because i'm going to have to work on the other side of the island before you know it and i won't have uh the ability to listen to uh, the radio and respond to stuff like that. So I thought, I was thinking, don't call in, Jim, but, uh, you know, it's going to end, so you might not hear from me after a week or two. And so I'm saying that don't let somebody else write checks that your body has to cash. You know, okay. you and your people, you and your people know what works and what doesn't. And, you know, you could be making a dangerous step with that because if uh, you have that two-hour block, then what if for some reason, you know, the stars don't align, whatever, people are busy, you got dead air, and you never want dead air, right? Right. And, and I'm not in radio, but I, I'd like to be because there's there's a uh, fellow here who's had kind of a, you wouldn't call it pirate, but he's had a radio station. He, re, you know, he uh, does uh, the local football games for Friday Harbor and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I'd love to get into it. He's got a he's got a little bit of a personality disorder. I'm not sure I can work with him, but I'd love to do something like you're doing over here, super local. And Robert would agree with that because he was talking about local. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But I'm I'm talking about really local. Yeah. So uh okay. Well good yeah. luck to you. I hope I hope maybe you can work something out that Oh listen, Joe, I'm I'm I pro- it probably won't happen unless it's God's will. I would like to say <laughs> Uh, Michelle, uh, Lady Michelle, cut me down like a tree last night. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> with my, with, with my, we might not have landed on the on, on the, the moon. moon but, yeah. But I was only, I was only saying, you know, it's a possibility, and I'm going to research it. And there's nothing she said that uh, that I haven't heard before. I'd like to hear some new stuff. But I'm going to dig into this, and I'm going to get back to you. But I'm going to take my time. And uh, God bless you, Joe, for what you're doing. And, and we're glad to have you out there. Thanks, Jim, and I'm glad to have you. And, and you know you can stream the show even if you can't get the radio station wherever you're at. So, yeah. what, is, what is streaming? Pretend I'm Zog from 3,000 years B.C. <laughs> You've got that, that device that you're holding in your hand that has a you know, picture on it, and then he, there's a, got, there's got a, a stream got, in there? Yeah, yeah, you go to KGMI. It's called KGMI.com, <laughs> and then it says listen live, and you punch that little button, and it'll bring us oh. up. I'll check it out, my friend. <laughs> All right, Jim. Take Thank care. You. Thank you. Thanks, man. You too. Bye. And uh, we've got Rod. We got Michelle is online, and uh, so maybe she'll have some more thoughts on the moon landing. And uh, we want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects. Back in just a moment. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options, and then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. 
We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. This is Under Sheriff Doug Chadwick with the Whatcom County Sheriff's Office. We continue to get reports of scammers impersonating local law enforcement officers over the phone, demanding payment for alleged offenses like missing jury duty or something similar. They might claim you have a warrant for your arrest. Often, they are very demanding and can be quite convincing. Let me be clear, we will never call you and demand money or any other type of payment. If you receive one of these calls, please hang up. Be well and be safe. A message from the Whatcom County Sheriff's Office and the Cascade Radio Group. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday, and I hope you stay, stay warm and stay safe this weather that's coming our way. Uh, Rod and Linden joins us. Hi, Rod. Hi, Joe. Hey, you're getting some pretty good snow out here in Linden. Oh, so, yeah? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, not bad. I like it. Uh, you made a comment yesterday. I had to chuckle about it. Uh, you said you didn't. Uh, you had kids in, that have gone through the schools, and you didn't see any kind of evidence of CRT. Well, you're no spring chicken. How long ago were your children in grade school? Um, well, well, not that long because my my uh, my youngest is a uh, freshman in high school now, so it's been what, okay. about five years, I guess. Uh huh. And it's been uh, about that long since they really started uh, pushing the CRT issues. Only the last couple, few, couple, three, four years, it's really been getting pushed in the schools. Well, that's all and, of a sudden uh, when we've been hearing a, that that all of a sudden it became a, a thing. You know what I mean? Um, a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, another thing you said. Uh, it's been quite a while back. You didn't see any kind of evidence of. Uh, uh, pro-communism in our colleges. Well, I used to be an extreme radical. I used to go to all the uh, all the rallies, the uh, the you know the walks down through town and holding signs. And I started looking around when there was a, a protest about uh, uh, nuclear energy and the uh, uh, Dixie Lee radiation kind of signs. And uh, there were so many. Uh, uh, hammer and sickle signs that were up, and people handing out uh, pamphlets, uh, pro-communist pamphlets. And uh, I actually married a woman who voted communist when she was in in college. Hmm. Now, so did her her husband at the time. Okay. And I could I could name I won't, but I could name four people in town that are business people that voted communist when they were in college back in the seventies. Now. I, I lived up on Pill Hill, 16th Street, and I went to numerous parties up there. And there were uh, school parties, uh, professors. I knew a number of professors, far left, uh, way left, socialist. Uh, and the conversations were so leaning towards communism. It was it was uh, it was kind of like there was a, and these are the people teaching us, uh, the kids, and they were they were promoting the communists. Uh, Anti well, it was anti-war back then. It was anti-Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I actually wore a Mao cap. That was how far left I was. And what happened I mean, to you? Extreme right. I woke up. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yes, I woke up to what was going on. Um, I saw what was happening, and uh, and it just it was. I just don't understand why people can't see that. They don't want to see it. I don't think. Well, I think it people see schools. they because no system is perfect, and people see inequality, they see injustice, and they start to think, well, there's got to be a better system out there, and and well, our better way to do things, and then they see this, and and or you know start to read Marx and uh, and say, well, maybe he was onto something as far as 
you know, oh, workers being in control of things or like our our regular caller jim who thinks that uh, you know a managed uh-huh. or a controlled oh, economy well, would I be hear. more equitable and maybe to a degree that might be the case but if you look at the reality uh, there's you know pure com- pure capitalism eh, probably not the greatest and pure communism not the greatest and we kind of have a hybrid system and maybe that's the what works the best ultimately well, let, let me let me give you a little quote from carl um that uh, socialism is a transition from capitalism to communism but what degree of socialism i mean it, it, we we have social uh institutions that we all rely on and i don't think any of us want to get rid of i'm talking about Police departments, fire departments, local governments, even our even our state and, and federal government. We look to them to to help bring order to our world, uh, to our to our you know to our day to day existence. And we don't want to get rid of those, but we don't want to them to control too much of everything else. If you know what I but mean. But the socialism that is hurting this country is, uh, well, say, the beginning of, of welfare. Now, you had, uh, you had the uh, welfare being handed out to blacks on a basis that, that uh, okay, if there's no man in the house, and if there's not a man in the house and you have more children, okay, you get more money. So the man moves out. The man's not with his kids anymore. He's not... There's their families being raised without a man in the house, and uh, and that was part of the downfall of uh, of the black race in this country. After they were starting to come back in the early 20s, they started coming back, and then welfare came into 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 play. Okay. Well, I and, I think there's a lot of assumptions of going on there, but okay, Rod, I I'm running short on assumptions. T- you need to study up. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. I, I'll I'll take uh, a look. Right. Uh, I don't know that. I, I okay. We'll we'll leave it there for now because we're getting a little short on time here, and I want to get to Michelle and, and we got the Rambler on hold too. But uh, thanks uh, for your call, Rod, and let's go to uh, Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, <laughs> I like uh, Rod's call was interesting uh, because he was so upfront about his former radical days. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people in this country in the 20th century fell into radicalism when they were younger, and then uh, I didn't, but many did. I was always kind of a moderate, good – my main thing was good citizenship, honesty, and above all else, you know, avoid crime at any cost. You know, I – I believe very strongly that crime is always a bad decision. It's always a decision, always a bad decision. But what I called to talk about was, and my dad was a famous military guy who was president of the Pearl Harbor Survivors Branch that he, in the Bay Area there, and was very, very famous. And, you know, you grow up in a home like that, you learn honesty and respect and a lot of other things. But at the same time, I never heard him say one negative word about anybody from another race or religion or anything else, you know. He just tried to respect everybody mm-hmm. except those who didn't deserve respect, who were basically criminals. But anyway, um, what I was going to say is just very briefly on the inflation thing. Um, everything has gone up a lot in the last 50 to 70 years. And part of the reason is most of the things that have gone up the most on a percentage basis. I mean, the government's tables don't even begin to reflect the actual inflation of some items. But the very high demand items, such as health insurance, a college education, housing, things like that, that you cannot buy essentially on the secondhand market. I mean, a house you can, but they're they're in such high demand that there essentially is no real secondhand market for housing the way there is for clothing or you know, computers or whatever. But anyway, what I was going to say is um, my parents bought a house in 1950 um, for on a corner lot in uh, San Jose, California, which is a very up-and-coming town at that time. 
a nice area, three bedrooms, one bath. I think it was around 1,200 square feet. So small by today's standards, but still a nice home. Right. And cost $12,000. Well, from an inflation standpoint, if you follow the government tables, it should be somewhere between 150 and 180,000 today. The actual value of that same home, even though it's now 72 years old, I looked it up. One point four million dollars. Wow! And mm-hmm. and uh, and this is Silicon Valley. This is where homes are very very expensive. Mm-hmm. But even in places uh, like Kansas and Missouri and the middle of the country, where things are supposedly a lot cheaper, I personally have relatives that had to buy, had to spend um, for a decent home had to spend three or four hundred thousand dollars. I mean, there right, are right. no more. Except in very, very uh, areas, uh, certain areas of Detroit and other cities with ghettos um, where homes can be much cheaper, but then the neighborhoods are very dangerous. Um, You know, you're talking about a situation where um, things are much, much more difficult today. uh, And I, I feel for not only older folks struggling, but I feel for the younger generation, you know, um, I don't always agree with their, their, uh, I think many of them, I think are much, uh, God, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but many of them, I think are much, let's just say less ambitious than my generation was, but at the same time, they're still great people. And I feel for them having such a hard time buying even a modest home like my parents started with. And the thing is that, uh, if it's uh, it's just very difficult today, and I mean I could go on and on, but you got another caller. But anyway, yeah, let me get to them. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate yeah, get it. Get to the Rambler. I'll, I'll I'll surrender. Rambler, take it away. All right, thanks. Michelle. Thanks for your call. And we do close with the Rambler. You got about sixty seconds here, Rambler. Thank you, Michelle. I am a big fan of yours, and a lot of this. All I want to see you the corporate tax. Now, you said nothing happened when Trump lowered them. But remember, they were giving out bonuses all over the place that Nancy did call crumbs we didn't understand they were crumbs because they're going to start writing checks like they were drunken sailors that we should have i mean gosh we grew up like like she said you know my my dad the the note was eight thousand on the house thirteen thousand with the mortgage uh-huh. and it's junk you know you nobody'd live there now but my god if you could have the lot anyway mm-hmm. you know hang in there buddy uh it's gonna be a good day I love the snow. You love the snow. All right. Snowy up there in Custer for the Rambler. Thanks, man. All right. And thanks to all your calls. I mean, uh, another interesting, interesting day for certain. I guess just, uh, you know, talking about the tax thing. I mean, I don't know, a flat tax. I mean, shouldn't wealthy people have to pay kind of the same or a percentage of their, uh, or a, a more of a percentage of their income than those who are struggling. But that's just uh, some ideas. Then we'll kick some more around tomorrow here on KGMI Connects. We'll expect to hear from you at 4 o'clock on Wednesday, a snowy Wednesday. So be very careful out there. Roads are slick. There's some accidents that we're hearing about and seeing about. So uh, just be careful. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow.